Pass, pass, pass. Pass the poutine. Pass is the poutine. Fries, cheese curds, and chicken gravy. Pass is the poutine. Hi, everyone. It's your host, Nina, from Past the Poutine Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. Usually, I have his co-host on the show, but today, we're very lucky, and we have the other DIU host, Jack, on the show. Hey, Jack, welcome to the podcast. What's up? <laughs> great intro. Great intro. I love it. How, how are you today? I'm, uh, I'm doing well, you know, just just chill it, just chill it. <laughs> Usually I know when you record podcasts, you record with Gavin, but today you're you're coming in solo. How does that feel? You know, it's uh, pretty nerve wracking, you know, as, as I said before, you know, Gavin are like, you know, two men stuck with super glue, you know, but today we split up. It's kind of uh, scary. <laughs> it's your first time going into the waters by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> don't worry there's nothing to be scared of so i know on diu podcast you are like known as the love guru and uh can i ask like how you got that uh illustrious title well technically speaking it was just a uh, self-proclaimed at first <laughs> but 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 you know as i started to self-proclaim myself you know we had uh we had love letters coming to us you know we had questions and then i had friends coming to me asking me for advice and I eventually became the love guru. Uh, do you have any sort of memorable inquiries from your work as a love guru? Um, I think I feel like the most frequently asked question was like what to do like for the first date. Okay, l l let's jump into it because I think th that's a common question because I think we, we all go through that, right? And and yeah, I don't know what 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 do you do for the first date? Are you, are you talking, you're talking from a guy's perspective, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, so like, you know, it's good to have you as a host, you know, like you can give advice too. It's just that how I feel as a guy is like on the first date, you know, the mm -hmm. guy has to pick the girl up, you know, that's, that's like rule number one. Uh, yes. <laughs> paying for the bill. I think that's like, it's not even just paying for the bill. It's, it, it's a show of like gentleman like to be a gentleman i think that's the right word a chivalrous gesture yes yes it's not <laughs> like it's it's like i know like a lot of guys are are, are frugal up there or cheap out there mm -hmm. uh but you know like i i i realize that you know going on so many first dates girls love guys who who take that initiative to, to make that payment even though you know girls say no you don't need to you don't need to but like mm -hmm. you fight for it man you fight for it even if, like if, if the girl is genuinely like want to pay, you fight for it. Okay, so have you always been like this? Because I I've been on dates where guys are like cool with Dutch pay, um, and then there's kind of like that unwritten rule where it's like if you're not really interested in the girl, then you would Dutch pay or you would kind of pay to be polite. I don't know. Like like, do you always pay even though you're not interested in the girl? Yeah, yeah, I always pay. Like I've been on dates where I'm like literally not interesting girl but like for me like i don't think i had like those bad date stories i'm mm -hmm. always a really talkative one i think the worst dates is like me talking and her just like giving dry answers yes no maybe no <laughs> uh but i've always paid i've always tried my best to pay i think there was like a couple of times where i lived in taiwan mm -hmm. and i uh like this girl she like insisting on dutch and I was like, no, no, yeah. no, I got it. I got it. And then, and then like, I, I eventually paid for it, but then it led to a second date. But then I don't think anything happened after that. I don't remember. 
I always paid. I always try my best to pay, even if I don't don't want to. It's <laughs> <laughs> very gentlemanly of you. Um, but do you ever feel some sort of like resentment um, that you that you just because you're a guy you have to pay every single time? No, I know guys that do, but not me. Not me. I don't give a shit. It's just like why is that? It, it, it's because sometimes even if it doesn't work out, like as a relationship standpoint, they can mm-hmm. still be friends. Right, right. right. So but, like, but you can still be friends if you Dutch pay, right? Uh, in a girl's perspective, how I see it is that when a girl sees a guy that pays, a girl generally thinks like, "Oh, this is actually such a nice guy," or like, or like he's boyfriend potential, or like he will be a great friend type of person. You know what I mean? Like, like there's so much more aspect of a guy paying than doing Dutch or girl pay. I feel like mm. there's so much more paths that open up. Right. I can I can I know why you're the love guru now. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, no, that's um I mean, like I know we live in a society where like, yeah, we should be equal and blah blah blah, but I've spoken to many women that say like um if the guy doesn't pay, I won't see him again. Even if she wasn't interested or if she was interested and he wouldn't pay for the first date, they'd be like he'd never see me again. And, and and I'm going to go ahead and and say I've been guilty of this. Like I <laughs> Oh my god, this was during my like super relentless asshole days um where i went on a i went on like five dates with this dude right and then i finally I, I went i stopped going on dates with him the second he made me dutch pay <laughs> whoa that's <laughs> savage girl you can't do that i know no no i'm i'm so mean and i like totally like okay we weren't we never like did anything i don't think we even held hands i don't think yeah so so we were just like like it, they were dates for sure but um yeah i was just kind of hanging out with him for fun because that was during the time where i was just dating like so many people he was your, like your one whole face my whole face yeah we can we can call it that my whole face so he was just one of like the many guys i was like going out with um so it, it was never serious and i wasn't really into him so as soon as he stopped paying i was like all right <laughs> bye and then after he tried so hard to see me again after and he's like um because i was leaving uh to a different city and he's like can we meet again can i buy you a meal before you go blah 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 and i was like oh i'm so sorry i'm busy such an asshole dude, dude that's such a nice guy legit that is such a but it happens it happens it like, happens it happens i i, I had dates where like i, I paid and mm-hmm. I never saw her again. It's 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 normal. Like it's 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 a risk you gotta take. It's a risk as a guy you gotta take. See, that's what I like about you, Jack. Like you, you're not one of those guys that's like, you know what? I paid for her. She owes me this. Blah blah blah. You're kind of like, you know what? Say la vie. That's how it is, right? You, and and you on to the next. Tabs. You don't yeah. need to keep tabs. Yeah, no, but I think a lot of guys aren't like that, right? Of course, like I think if I was a guy, I would feel a bit of resentment um, if I was treated like that, you know? Yeah. <gasps> I know guys that are like like mm-hmm. I said, but you know I I tell them not to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as a guy, you should be like not petty. You should be. I don't know what the word is in English. Uh, it's like thinking like don't don't resent. I think that's the right word. Don't resent. <laughs> don't think about it. Basically, it's just like mm. you paid. So what? Okay, move on. Move on. Right. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. I I wonder like where did you get that kind of um, influencer mentality from? I would say my dad, because my dad had big influence me growing up, and uh, you know, my dad's like, you know, growing up as a guy, you can't cry, you know, as as a guy, you can't be petty, you can't mm-hmm. man up, you know, like if you bring a girl one on one, you you should be the one paying. Like, I think that mentality came from my dad, but then I, as I 
aged and grew older, I realized why my dad taught me that. And like specifically in this sense where paying for the bill, it's like, it's not just friends, it's potential girlfriends or anything, right? It's, 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 it's a good gesture. Interesting. No, no, I think that's really cool. And I, I can t- like just by talking to you and hearing your voice, also by listening to DIU Pod, which is a great podcast, by the way. Um, oh, I can tell you. you're you're <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're like a very emotional guy and you're quite passionate about like relationships and love and stuff like that. That's why you self-proclaimed that title. Um, can I ask like where all that romance um, and outlook came from in your life? Uh, well, I think as a 28 year old Asian guy, I dated a lot more than the average Asian guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that, did that make sense? That made sense. It made sense. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, like a lot of people started coming to me for tips, like outside of the podcast, like before I even started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just, you know, asked me questions. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'm self proclaiming myself. I'm the fucking love guru. That's what happened. <laughs> and and when you give out uh advice to your friends or other people do they come back with you um do they come back and and tell you how it went and has it gone like very wrong or has it like led to like a relationship for some people uh it has it has led to relationship for some people some people didn't go so well you know i just move on to the next girl man there's many fishes in the sea it's a good outlook yeah it's true yeah, so I, I I always tell them, you know, like, if it doesn't work out, you guys don't vibe, you guys, you know, just doesn't work out, then then let it go, man. Like, there's no point of hanging on to something that doesn't want to be hang on, hung on. Yeah, is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> podcast is going to be English lessons for Jack. Um, <laughs> it's fine, don't worry. You sound like you're really good at other languages, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am, I am, I am. I, yeah, I, you yeah. know, I can speak three languages, so. There we go. Yeah. So, um, it, like, it, is it okay if we delve into your past? Because I'm kind of interested to hear about your past relationships and, and what you've learned from those relationships and how you've matured and any sort of advice you'd like to impart on, on people currently struggling. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Just ask me anything. Shoot, 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 man. Tell me about your first relationship. How did that go? Oh, dude, it was my most... I don't romantic relationship. I would say. I think after that relationship, I became like not as romantic. But I'll, I'll tell. Okay. Uh, so this girl, she went to Waterloo University. Mm. I don't know if you know who that is. I do. My, my I have a friend who was recently uh, on the podcast who's from Waterloo. Okay. So mm. my ex was from there. My first ex. Mm-hmm. And I go to school. At, I went to school at York University. I don't know if you know where that is. I've been to Toronto. Uh, yeah, I know where that is. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. And back then, I remember I was chasing this girl. Was a, there was a lot of guys on her, man. There was a lot of guys chasing after her. <laughs> she was the I'm, one. She was the one that guys were, she, were, she, were eyeing. Dude, she was. She was. She was okay, like. Okay. She was like smart. She was gifted. She she was like, speak multiple languages at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she was good. And then, uh, you know, I'm, I I wasn't a very brilliant kid i wasn't a very smart kid i wasn't a very athletic kid like i'm just a jack of all trades master of none type of person Mm -hmm. and i like went into waterloo to see her to 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 chase her like i would bust in there on the weekends or some shit wait wait, how how did you know her i met her through a friend 
I married okay, to okay. So, so you've met her. She's not just some girl you've heard of, and then just like went to stalk her. Well, technically speaking, <laughs> technically speaking, I did. I actually oh, like okay. stalked her on Facebook, and I was like, "Yo, girl, can you introduce me to her?" And like one of my friends introduced me to her afterwards. Respect, respect, respect. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> and then after that, you know, I I went to Waterloo Sea a couple of times, and then I think this this happened. Uh, I was nineteen, by the way. Um. And then you know she comes. We we have dinner and stuff for dessert when she comes back to Markham, Ontario, which is north of Toronto, and the Richmond of Toronto. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I remember before we started dating, we had a phase where she considered me as a brother. Oh you no! Know? Yo. So, no. so to to listeners out there, you can get out of the brother zone. <laughs> It's but, uh, possible. We have a success it's story. Awesome. So, so what happened was like, uh, this girl like knew I liked her. She was pretty like, uh, like she took a lot, a lot of initiative. She's like, "Do you like me?" Oh, I, was, wow. I was like, "I was like, yeah, I do." And, uh-huh. uh, and then you know, like we talked for a bit, and then we were talking dessert, and then we went to her car, and she told me like, "Oh, I think of you as a brother." She drove at the time. I didn't. Oh, so it was her car. No. Wait, was she older? No, we we're same age. For a family with more wealthy. Oh, okay. Um, okay, got you. Yeah, so she was like, I think of you as a brother. And I was, I was, I was, I was like, you know, like when you hear those words, I think of you as a brother. Like, your, your, your mind shatters. Dude, it shatters. <laughs> like, I was sad. I was like crying. <laughs> I was tearing up. Not in front of her. Not in front you of her. You were like the brother you want to <laughs> fuck, right? That kind of brother. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but, uh,. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's what I was wishing, you know. But mm-hmm. but um, it, uh, you know, we're friends. We we talked a lot, even though she was my quote unquote sister. We talked a lot. We went out a lot. And then I think this fiery, this this feeling, spark mm-hmm. came on Thanksgiving weekend of that year. Ooh. So what happens? We we had a like a group. Uh, like I had a Thanksgiving dinner with some friends, and we went to this person's house, and she was there. Mm-hmm. And she drove me home, and instead of driving me home, we, a- we were actually talking on the car in the car from like one or two a.m. to like five or six a.m. in the morning oh in the gosh. car. Oh like it was gosh. one of those. It was one of those those days, you know. You it's talk like, in the yeah. car. Yeah. And then I think that's the day when the sparks flew. What um, were you guys talking about? Like, like what just, created the sparks? Just about life. <laughs> I don't know. We talked about life. We talked about the future. We t- like not with her. Like our plans. Mm-hmm. I think. And I was like, what well, our mindset on certain things. I just like we just vibed. We just vibed. Dang. Well, that word didn't exist at that time though. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and then eventually we went out a couple more times and went to like visit her in Waterloo. And then eventually what happened is like I think she asked me. We went out one time for dinner and she asked me, "Do you still like me?" And I was like, I was like, yeah. Oh my god! And then she, and I, and then, and then I think she, and then I'm like, I'm not sure that you still like you. You like me? And then she was like, I do. And then we started going up, kind of thing. Oh my and that's, god! That's how I started. Yeah. So it was like this was like a six month process. I think it was six month uh, marathon. You'd say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Before we, I think it was like four to six. I don't remember, but sometime between four to six months. It's too long ago, man. This is like, I'm, this is like ten years ago, man. Almost ten years ago. 
Yeah, dang. So so you you were saying how this is like your most romantic. Okay, like... this is in the relationship. Yes. Okay, so let me continue. So I remember our I think it was like our first month. Or not even our first month. I think it was our first month I got her something. I don't remember. That doesn't matter. But then like I think our third month I folded a hundred stars. <laughs> And then each star had something written inside to make her happy. I love it. You're so Asian. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some serious Asian shit. Like, I dude, love I, it though. Yeah. Dude, I, I didn't know how to fold stars. I went on like, I don't, I don't remember if YouTube had it. I actually went on Google. Okay. <laughs> and then I folded 100 stars, wrote stuff in each one. I was like, when you're feeling down or, or whatever, just open when I read it. Oh and my then, God. And then I went and, you know, like, and then Valentine's Day was another thing I did was like, I bought like flower, like a, like a bouquet of flowers and like chocolates. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to surprise her. So I got one of my bros to like, make her be at that place at that time. Oh, nice. Was the same school as her. Yeah. But it didn't work out. She, she solved the mystery instantly. <laughs> oh, she's too smart. Yeah. She knew I was going there. And then I, and then she was like, but she was still happy. Mm -hmm. and and you know i gave her the chocolates and i surprised her well quote unquote surprised her and yeah i think that was like our relationship didn't last long my first relationship i think only lasts like eight months so that doesn't include the six month chase no 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 no. it didn't it didn't it didn't wow it didn't. but but that's pretty long for, i think for your first relationship including like the really long um prelude to it you know it's like it was my first girlfriend Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do as well. Like, it was very weird. I just, like, took stuff off dramas, you know, like, Chinese dramas. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking notes while you're watching the drama. <laughs> exactly. Always, I always did that. I always did that. And You're hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. And then, and then yeah, we, we, just, we just dated for a while. And then, you know, shit happens. We broke up. But, yeah. Well, can I ask, like, what, what happened? Like, why did you guys decide to break up? Was it, like, personality differences or, or what was going on there? Well, the, there we had a break in between. It wasn't a good break. It was, like, she thought I was very immature when we were out mm -hmm. with her friends or her friends mm -hmm. or my friends. But then she's like, why are you, like, so mature when, our, like, when we are to, just the two of us together and you're such a kid when you're, like, outside with everyone else? And, like, mm -hmm. I'm Jack. I'm a joker. I've always been like this, okay? Right. Uh I'm just a guy that always, like, make people laugh. I make fun of myself. People make fun of me. It's, like, I'm just that joker. Mm -hmm. And, like, and like I can be mature when I want to be. But usually she's, like, why are you only mature, like, like when we're together? And I don't know why. Like, I just, I just don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. And that was our first breakup. And then our second breakup was, like, she went to HK mm -hmm. for, uh, I think it was an internship and then mm -hmm. shit happened to our head. I think she liked another guy and then we just broke up or some shit. Hong Kong guys are dangerous, man. She wasn't, he wasn't from Hong Kong. Oh, really? He's from UK. <gasps> a white guy? No, he's a Asian guy with a British accent. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> like, that's kind of almost even better. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So I was like, you can't compete like, with that. That's tough. <laughs> nah, man. I, okay. You know what? Post breakup. Mm -hmm. I went on YouTube and I was like, how to speak with a British, British accent. <laughs> Dude, I tried for like a week. Incredible. And I'm like, I fucking give up. Can you can you give me a line right now? Okay. Trace okay. it back 10 years. Okay, okay. Let's try it. Can I speak to a daughter, please? 
Sorry? Sorry, w- what did you say? <laughs> Yo, what? Yo, fuck that. It's horrible, man. My accent's horrible. I can't do it. I can't Wait, do it. what were you trying to say? I didn't even understand. Can I speak to your daughter, please? Oh, daughter. It's like, it's daughter, right? Daughter. It's- yeah, something daughter. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> May see a daughter, mate. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's, it's really bad. It's really oh bad. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Okay, so then, so after you had that experience, like, what, what kind of changed your outlook on relationships then? Because you said after that relationship, you started getting a lot less romantic. I just feel like I don't want to put in the effort anymore. It's like, yo, what's like we're gonna break up anyway, so there's no point of like being so romantic and like, and I don't think girls appreciate it as much as I think they do. They appreciate that moment, but they don't mm. appreciate afterwards that you've done. They just expect more and more. If you set yourself a low bar when you do something like exponentially like uh, good, the girl will be like, oh my god, like like whoa, he did something. Like, but if you set yourself too high, it's hard to go higher. That's true. Uh, so, so after I guess after that breakup, you're feeling pretty cynical because you're just like, what's the point of doing these gestures when we're just gonna break up anyway? Um, so, did you just go into your next relationship like assuming you're gonna break up? Uh, no. I think I don't remember. Wait, wait, wait. wait let me think. I don't. I think the second girl I was seeing, we we never actually dated. Okay, tell me about that. Tell me about that. Because like, cause nowadays, the whole dating thing is kind of like very murky. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Like the girls in between is very blurry. I don't remember everyone. <laughs> so I have to think which girl this was. Right, right, right. Okay, I think, okay, I think it was that girl. I think it was that girl. But uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think it was that girl. So it was, it was this girl. Not going to mention any names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's call her I Sarah. Met... Uh, yeah, sure, Sarah. I met Sarah. this Sarah, you know, mm-hmm. at like uh, this, a friend through a friend. Mm-hmm. And I, I was trying to chase her, whatever. And, and like, she didn't like me that way. She was older than me. Mm-hmm. You know? Ooh, I, I... How much older? She was two years, I think. A year or two. I don't remember. Okay. All it's, not, right. it's not huge. It's not huge. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, oh, I've never dated an older girl. Maybe an older girl is right for me. <laughs> and well, she never liked me. You know, we still got it on. But, you know, like she, <laughs> she came on to me like like I was trying to chase her the longest time. I stopped, I stopped talking to her for a while. Mm-hmm. And then one day she just called me. She was like, Ooh. yo, yo, I can you pick him up from this house party? I want to leave. And I'm Cold like, call. Fine. Like what? legit. It was, Dang. She picked me up. Okay. And then she was like, she was like, I don't want to go home. Mm. And I was like, where do you want to go? It's like, anywhere. I was like, okay, fine. Come in my house. You know, I'm still oh innocent. I'm, I, I'm still <laughs> innocent, okay? That doesn't sound like an innocent answer. Holy shit. Because like, because like I, at that time I was like, I was just out of my first relationship. Like, I don't know anything. Like, I'm still like oblivious to like dating shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then like, we went back to my house and then she like, like literally got on top of me like went back to my room and she oh. literally got on top of me she told closed the lights on me and she literally got on top of me and then the this rest is history you, this is like the best surprise ever right you're like this is the best cold call i've ever gotten like <laughs> this is literally the best case scenario of how this could have gone this, this is like a 10 this is like a 10 p.m booty call okay <laughs> so I guess after that, you're kind of, like, loose- loosening up on the whole, like, life is so romantic thing and I, being, like, things can get a little bit dirty. Yeah, I think so. I think that's when everything got loosened up. And, like, what what made it worse, like, she kind of ghosted me. <laughs> like, after you did it. 
<laughs> Maybe I was bad in, in bed or some shit. I was gonna say. I like, was gonna say. And then yeah, there's, a month there's, later, there's some reason girls ghost. Um, okay, sorry. No, but like, <laughs> like a month later, she messaged me. She was like, "Dude, I'm late." No, no, <laughs> Jack, you went to high school in Canada. Don't you know you okay. should protect yourself? <laughs> I'm late. You know, you know, you know what a girl tells you that it's not your girlfriend. Okay, this happened before. Don't don't get me wrong. This happened with my ex. Like mm-hmm. I'm late. I was she was late for two months. Mm-hmm. This girl, like it's like a one time thing. You know, like it I, it can't be where it's like you know one time and like I hit the fucking jackpot. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you're like it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. So I continued talking to her for like two, three, four weeks, another month, and then she was like, "Oh, it came," and then we stopped talking. So after okay. it came, we stopped talking. I'm like, oh my god, thank god we never did it again. But oh my god. But I bumped into her a couple of times, and uh, it was very, it was very awkward. Hey, what's up? You know, like we ter- some for some reason we we both pretend nothing happened. I think that's kind of the way you wanna wanna, cause you don't wanna like just bump into someone you don't wanna see anyway and be like, all right, let, let's talk this out, right? Let's be like, yeah. hi, get out of my face as soon as possible. <laughs> So, Jack, so after that, I guess that's a pretty, you know, like, you know, when you're young and you're like early 20s, you're kind of like fucking around doing whatever. Um, uh, Like right now you're 28. Um, do you yeah. like from the fucking around age to now, have you thought about like settling down seriously or like wh- how do like guys in their late 20s think about um, serious relationships? Dude, I've been I've been thinking about settling down since I was 18 or 16. <laughs> Oh my god. Legit. Like when I was sixteen, I think everyone knows this, like that went to high school with me, including Gavin. And mm-hmm. I tell everyone, yo, I'm gonna get married at twenty seven, have my first kid at like thirty. Oh, okay. Oh, you have like you're a girl. You have like a timeline. Yes. Oh I'm not a girl, <laughs> but yes, sure, okay. if you want to put it that way. Yeah, yeah. But that was since <laughs> high school and then uh and then like, you know, at twenty five my window was closing. That was when I went to Taiwan to teach English. Mm. and that fucked over my timeline as well you know i thought i would find someone there but i couldn't find someone that was compatible to be honest you know i did date it i did date a lot over there but i didn't find a girl to settle down with it's it's what, hard and then what were the girls in taiwan like that you weren't compatible with them i think the language barrier like i can speak mandarin mm-hmm. uh fluently but like you know when you get to an argument in your native tongue it's kind of different than speaking in your native tongue does that make sense so like let's say like my my first language is cantonese which technically quote unquote it is never you know i learned at home first and mm-hmm. yours is english right like and you say you know cantonese and i'm dating you and you i get to argument with you i'm speaking in cantonese to you let's right. say you are fluent cantonese but it's your second language you won't be as fluent as you are in 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 english than in cantonese Right, right. My my disses won't wouldn't be as good. <laughs> in yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think that was the main issue. You know, I, like I did improve on that, and I date, and I did date a couple of girls after I came back to Toronto, and they were like from mainland. And, mainland China. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not Taiwan anymore. It's mainland, and mm-hmm. it's like it's even worse. Like I, I don't like their accent is so different from Taiwanese. So. If you argue in Mandarin, it's even worse. Like, you can't. It's so hard. It's so hard. Oh, yeah. And, like, especially Mandarin is my third language. It's not even my second. So, mm. so yeah, I feel like I need to date a Cantonese girl. or uh, Just yeah. so you can properly um, have arguments 
and fully express or, your anger. <laughs> is that why? Not even anger. It's like sometimes it's not even about anger. It's about your emotions as well, not just anger, like mm. any emotion, right? Sometimes I'm, to be honest, even though like English, uh, English is quote unquote like my school language, my first language. Uh, I actually express myself better in Cantonese most of the time. Interesting. I, I, I feel like the vocab I use in Cantonese to express myself is better than using English. I think that's because Asian languages, not even just Asian, but like languages other than English are a lot more expressive and have a lot, there's a lot more vocabulary in other languages. I find English is quite limited. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I was born in Toronto and raised, okay? I was not born overseas for any other listeners out there, okay? Which might be I'm a not... shocker to some people. I thought you were born in Asia, honestly. No, you're not, you're not the first one. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel when people think that about you? Uh, I feel normal. I had girls tell me, yo, I thought you were born in Asia. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> nah, B. I'm like, I was born and raised in the six, you know? <laughs> no, I had, it's, it's fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I fully embrace my Asian heritage and I'm very proud to be Asian. I'm very proud to be a Cantonese speaker. Mm-hmm. You know? All right. Yeah. No. Okay. So, okay. Sorry. I cut you off uh, when you said you went to Taiwan and you couldn't find um, a compatible partner. And then that was kind of putting a dent into the timeline that you had for yourself. So how did you find yourself after uh, Taiwan? I came back Canada. I dated two mainland China girls. Uh, And fast forward, I've been back for a year and two months Mm -hmm. and nothing. I'm single. So, so why why do you think it hasn't worked out for you in the past? I don't know. There's just a lot of problems depending on which girl it is. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just I just I just don't feel like it worked out. Like like dating so many girls, I I kind of feel like I know what I want. I don't know how people do it. Like they date one girl, it's like she's the one, and they mm-hmm. only dated one girl. I don't know how guys do that. Because mm-hmm. you're because you can always find a flaw. <laughs> That's another thing with me. That's another thing with me. My boys yeah. tell me. Yeah. It's like, Jack, like, why do you never look past the flaw? Like, no matter what, you, you're the type of guy that always picks out the flaws in them. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm, can- I'm, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm that type of guy, apparently. So, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. I, I actually want to share what I'm looking for first, you know, like, you know, for the for the lady, female listeners on this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm a Sounds single good. male from Toronto. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to hit up. You know what? Actually, like... Um. Yeah, most of my listeners are from BC, but the second most is from Toronto. I have a lot of people from Ottawa for some reason. I don't have any friends in Ottawa. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Uh, right. you know, <laughs> what I what I what I look for in a girl is like you know, preferably Cantonese speaker. You know, fluent in English is mandatory or not mandatory? Sorry. Uh, what's that word? What's what's Preferred. the opposite of mandatory? Perf- uh, 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 per- not opposite of mandatory. O- optional. It's not optional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of. So like they they don't have to be fluent in english but they have to be fluent cantonese okay gotcha like but if they are fluent in english like me that's a bonus mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. so a girl with long hair uh a, a cute girl like you know like a cute girl you know, uh, as opposed to, to sexy yes right yeah because well, that's kind of the two categories that guys like sexy deny. is on yeah so cute is i would like a cute girl but if it's if she's sexy, that's a bonus on top of the cute. So wait, so what's a cute girl? I thought cute girls and sexy girls are like two mutually exclusive groups. Yeah, it's separate. 
Wait, so how can a cute girl be sexy? Like, can you name like a celebrity or, or an Who Instagrammer? Is, okay, here's a very sexy celebrity. Okay. I don't think she's cute, but I think she's very sexy. Okay. Okay, Upton. Okay, yeah, agree. She's so fucking hot and sexy, man. Yeah. Uh, a cute girl. Oh, I'm trying to think of one that you would know. Yeah, I don't know any Cantonese. So. Yeah, that's. The, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of Cantonese or Chinese people when I think yeah, of cute. Because I don't sorry. know any cute white girls. No, because yeah, white culture is more about being sexy, and Asian culture is more about being cute. I, I think I kind of get what you mean though. Like I lived in Asia for a while. Can you name any Korean girls? I might know some. Oh Korean yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nasty, Yuri. Okay, so that's oh, nasty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna girls' generation. Yuri? Okay, Yuri, Yuri. You. Y U R I S S K W O N. Okay, let me take a look. Got my Google. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So she, to me, she. Oh, really? You would call her cute? I, I, she's, I think, I think for Koreans, she's sexy. She's no, but like she's cute, and then she has the sexy to it. So basically, if I'm getting your definition right, just any Korean celebrity, because I feel like that's all of them, no, right? They're all cute. No. They're all cute and sexy. No, is that? Am I wrong? No. Okay. No. 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 Like. 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 Who you, is? Oh, Yuna. Yuna's cute. She's not sexy. Yuna. I don't find Yuna sexy. Is she from SNSD as well? She's also from SD. Yeah. Y O O N A. Okay, man. I don't listen to K-pop. She's. Dude, you, you live in Korea. Yeah, I did. I I I don't listen to K-pop though. Um, oh, you don't think Yuna's sexy? She's kind of she's I she's I she's I she's I. I feel like Look, all Korean girls like they have that cute sexy thing going on, man. I I, I it's because I'm comparing sexiness to white culture. That's the reason why I don't find them that sexy. Because mm, like like K-pop has like those double D's, you know, a nice nice she has booty. Boobs. That's what you're saying. Like <laughs> K-pop like... has boobs, and these Asian girls don't have boobs. <laughs> That's why they're cute and not sexy. <laughs> they have like the hourglass. The hourglass is sexy. That's basically my my definition of sexy. Okay. Okay. And not like a huge hourglass, like a like Just a proportional like a... hourglass. All right, all right. I think I think I got you. I think I got you. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. Back to your list. Back to your list. Uh, she's she has to be like she has to know like she, she preferably she knows how to cook or at least likes to cook because mm. I want a girl that knows how to cook. Mm-hmm. Or likes to cook. Sorry, not knows how to cook. Likes to cook. Do you like because... to cook? No, I hate or... cooking. Oh, okay, so okay, so this is definitely a requirement then, because you can't yeah. have two people that hate cooking no, in a relationship. No, I don't mind if awful. she. Do- I don't mind if she doesn't know how to cook. I mind mm-hmm. if she doesn't like to cook. At- same as me. Like, if she likes to cook, she will eventually learn. Right. 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 But if she doesn't like to cook, she'd be like me, a lazy fucker. Like, I'm not cooking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and, right. and the, I think I think the reason behind that is because my dad's a chef, so your dad's I'm, I'm a, a chef. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. So it's so funny because when you described your dad earlier, you're like he's the super masculine man who's very traditional and does all this, but like he's the one like cooking the meals at your house. On his off days, yeah. On his. That's off days. awesome! Whoa! Can I ask what kind of chef he is? He's a uh, Chinese slash Caribbean. Like, oh, that's you know, cool. Like, like jerk chicken, roti. Uh, wow. like, that, and like there's a Chinese like side to like fried rice and like. Oh, your dad lo- sounds lo- cool. Lo- lo- yeah. Okay. Well, well, my friends said my dad's cooler than me, so. Yeah, he sounds <laughs> like it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think that's the reason why I don't like to cook because I see my dad cooking so much work and I hate it. I don't mind washing dishes. Don't get me wrong. 
I oh, then that's perfect. Yeah, I think that's because per- that's the next question I was gonna ask you. Because like, if you want a girl that likes cooking, you you better like washing the dishes. And no, I, I I'm down to wash the dishes, man. I'm Sounds down to wash great. The dishes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I I prefer a girl that is knows how to give me face when you go out with her friends. Give uh, face. So so that like sounded almost wrong, but uh, no, no 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 like. Face is a very normal thing in Asia. I don't know. You're aware of that, right? Yeah. Like giving face. Yeah, saving face. We say. Yeah, but like giving giving me face. Of, like I've never heard of giving face. Maybe it's because it's Cantonese or Mandarin maybe. direct translation. But like what I mean, like you know, when we go out with our friends, like you know, she's 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 defending me. She's not the one wrecking on me. She can like, do whatever she wants behind closed doors, but in front of my friends, she has to give me that. You know, the in nice front of girlfriend, your friends. In front of my friends. So, like, can you give me an example? Like, can you paint out the scenario? So, you're out with your boys, and then she's there. Like, how must she act? It's not how she acts. It's just, like, I don't want her dissing me up. I don't want her making fun of me. Has, has like, ha- that must have happened to you in the past for you to realize that you don't like that. Yeah, it has, and I what, don't like it. What, 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 what did your exes do? I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, like, it's just, I what, can't what think of a say? scenario at the top of my head, but, like, it's just... Something happens, the girl makes fun of me, or like, like I don't mind if it's like something I did and I'm clumsy or whatever. That's fine. It's just like she brings up something and diss me and like not giving me face. Interesting. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's yeah. kind of very Asian. It's kind I'm, of very Asian, and I can't really explain it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really getting it. Like, so mm-hmm. okay, like how about okay, so you're out and then like you did something dumb earlier in the day and then you see your friends at night. And then she's like, oh, my God, guys, you'll never guess what happened. Yeah, I don't want her to do that. I don't want her to do that. Okay, okay, okay. That's exactly what I don't want her to do. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. But, like, if I did it at the moment, like, let's say I'm out with the boys and I did something really stupid in front of all of them. Like, you, like, spilled your water or something. Yeah, and then, and then you know, she she could kind of laugh or whatever. I don't mind. But, like. She can kind of laugh. (laughs) But I don't want her dissing me out. You know what I mean? Like, in front of my boys, like, I don't want her. I don't want to be a fool in front of my boys. I got you. I understand. So okay. So so what it sounds like is you want someone who's like, yeah. No, you definitely. Yeah, I think an Asian girl from Asia kind of fits the bill. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, I don't know. I just I think that's 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 some main already main points. I have a lot. I used to have a lot, but I'm trying to narrow down my my list. It's so interesting. So, you know, I just watched this great Netflix show recently called Indian Matchmaking. Have you seen it? No. It's phenomenal. It's so good. So it's about like this. um, It it talks about like uh, matchmaking in India and and how um, serious it is and all the loops and jumps that everyone has to go through. And then the main character, the the lead is, is a famous matchmaker. And she will interview people and be like, okay, what are you looking for? And oftentimes their list will be similar to the list you just gave me, right? I hope yeah. they, I hope she likes to cook. I hope she doesn't do this. I hope to do that. And then the the one thing that the, the Indian matchmaker, the host of the show says is like, you have to be like, what she says to all of the people who name things like what you just named is like, you have to stop being so superficial because that's not, uh, those are not the qualities that are gonna, that are going to keep you guys together long term in a relationship. So it's so funny. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I recently just watched that show. I thought you were going to name more like things that aren't so superficial. You know what I mean? I thought you're going to be like, uh, she has to be compatible with me in terms of like life goals or something like that. But you name like all the superficial yeah. things. Well, well there, 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 there is one like there is one deal breaker. There is one deal breaker for sure. Yeah. If she wants ahead. to have kids. If she doesn't want to have kids, we're done. 
Okay, yeah, I, I think that's an important one. That's definitely worth discussing for sure. Like, uh, <laughs> and if she and if she doesn't want to get married, we're done. Because like, I don't believe in common law. Oh yeah, common law is quite common nowadays. Eh? Yeah, so you know, marriage. I'm very traditional. I'm very traditional. Let me get that straight. I'm a very yeah, traditional guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound traditional. I don't think there's any any harm in that. I think people should be able to express um, their their thoughts. So I th- I think as a traditional guy, I'm surprised that you didn't find someone in Taiwan that was compatible with you because I find women in Asia tend to be more um, traditional when it comes to relationships like that. Definitely more than Western women for sure. They they are, but like you know, I said one of the requirements is able to speak Cantonese, and uh, they speak Mandarin over there. You gotta go to Hong Kong. Well, I can't go there now. <laughs> uh, I talked too much shit on uh, DIU about about you know the the China government. So, oh man, yeah, yeah I don't know if they probably get arrested over there. <laughs> yeah. Big deal, Jack of DIU fine entry. <laughs> <laughs> the sovereign state of Hong Kong. Um, you know what? Vancouver has hella Hong Kong people. Hella Hong Kong people. Like, so many. So, um, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a Hong Kong girl that speaks English and Canto, I would say Vancouver has a lot. Like, I don't know. How is it in Toronto? You guys don't have a lot of Cantonese speakers over there? We do. We do. But the last, like, four years it's been a rate rise of like mando speakers so it's like hard to find a canto girl now and like mm. the thing is there's a lot of canto girls that are from like born here like me mm-hmm. but their cantonese is trash mm. like i have a standard in my cantonese like my cantonese is not perfect don't get me wrong but i'm fluent i'm able to read i'm able to write mm-hmm. uh i can i can read like a book but like mm-hmm. most of the people here like I'm, i don't i don't even require them to be able to read and write. I just require them to speak it fluently and like can speak it without switching to English. Because there's like a lot of people here that speak Cantonese, but they always switch into English because they can't, they don't know to make a full sentence in Cantonese. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. A lot, uh, yeah, I have a few friends like that or some friends that straight up don't speak Canto at all. And the friends that I have that speak like really good Canto, they usually go back to Hong Kong like every single year or they took like Chinese school when they were young. No, I took to be fair. I took Chinese school when I was young, but I was one of those students. Like you know, I'm like copy off this guy and the copy off that guy, and I don't learn anything. Because <laughs> my Chinese is self-learned in Taiwan, so like I, like basically before that, I only knew like very basic, like the numbers, like big, small, medium. That that was like basically it, like going into Taiwan. Oh, nice, yeah. interesting. Just to wrap this up, I just wanted to hear what your thoughts on like how dating trends you think will change in the future based on because I know you're like a traditional guy, but like I'm sure you've noticed there's so many different dating trends nowadays, like people with dating apps, people are dating more than one person at one time and they're dating like people like long distance or and stuff like that, like with all the changes in technology and, you know, you being an IT guy, um, how do you think that dating will change if it will change? Uh, I think due to COVID, specifically COVID, I'm going to put that out there. It's, yeah. I think long distance relationship will become more of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing it more and more often. Like, I don't know if you're in this group called Subtle Asian Dating. No. So I've seen so much more long distance relationship uh, prior to this. Not so much. I've been in my share of long distance relationship and 
it doesn't work for me. I can put that out there right now. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the younger generation, it really works for them. Really? I don't know. Why, do, why do you think it works for them? Uh, it's because, like, I think a lot of Western people, like Western, like us, born here, mm-hmm. like, they, they like to spend, their, they, don't like, they like to have their own time, but also be in a relationship. And oh, they don't always have to be with the person. They can do their own. They're very independent, right? I would say. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Asian girls are more, quote, unquote, dependent. I mm-hmm. I like that. I like that in a girl. I don't like a girl to be too independent and, like, don't even depend on me. I do not like that. It makes yeah. me feel insecure. Let's talk about that. Actually, oh, I should have brought that up earlier. That's something I've been wanting to talk about. So, yeah. Um, so, on the, the Indian. Sorry to bring back the Indian matchup. <laughs> I, just, I just love it. It's so good. I think everyone should watch it. Um, so... There's a one super like beautiful Indian American girl and there's like there's there's all, all of them, right? All of them are Indian American. And then yeah. so there's one super like beautiful girl, such a great personality, like so sweet, like just the best, right? And then there's another girl who's like a little bit um I don't know, just like really serious and stuff. Um she I think it's easier for the serious girl with like no sense of humor to find a guy than the really beautiful girl. And then my friend asked me why she also watched the show and she and I told her this is just my random reasoning and that it was because that the really beautiful girl is too independent and I think that scares guys. But what you just said just confirms what I said. So so can you dig into that a little bit more? Yeah, so I feel like if the girl is not dependent on me, they can just find another guy instantly. Like, I, mm. I, I would feel insecure. Like, dude, she can just find some other guy and fuck that guy. Like, right. not even date him, just fuck that guy. They can just walk out and just fuck another guy. Like, mm. and I feel insecure about that. Like, if a girl depends on me, at least she needs me for something, right? Mm. Like, I feel like a relationship is about me and the girl depending on each other for something. Not us two as a separate entity. We are, we are, we are one. That's how I feel like a relationship should be. Yeah. Wait, so... Yeah, sorry, go right? on. So, sorry. like, I... I feel like if, let's say, a girl I'm dating is very independent and I'm independent, then what's the point of dating? You guys right. don't depend on each other. You guys are not one entity. You guys are just, you guys are just two separate people having sex. Like that's how I feel like. You guys are not even like. You're are you guys really in love? You guys don't depend on each other. So what 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 would you consider like dependence? Like. Like, she needs me for something, and I need her for something. We both mutually need each other for something. It doesn't matter what it is. What we is need an, each other for something. What does an I need you text look like? Like, like what kind of texts are these girls sending that it's like, wow, this, like, reaffirms the fact that she's dependent on me, you know? Like, something as simple as, like, like yo, can, can you pick me after work? Just as oh. simple as that. Like, not too, something too crazy, like... Like, maybe I'll, like, yo, uh, girl, can you cook dinner tonight? Like, I'm really tired. I, and I just got off work. Like, like I'm depending on her for something. Or she's depending on me on something. Just, like, something simple. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, I don't know. To me, it just sounds like that's, like, a normal relationship. And even if the girl's, like, independent, if she's in a relationship, I feel like those requests aren't, like, unreasonable. So, I'm, I guess I'm just kind of confused. I feel like when I see when I think of an independent girl and mm-hmm. very independent girl, I think of a superwoman. She she she's working hard, you she's know, saving she, lives. She's saving lives exactly. <laughs> she you're like doesn't need you for it. She comes home after work. She does her own thing. She doesn't even acknowledge your existence. <laughs> well, she's not. She doesn't acknowledge me. It's like she's like, she doesn't need me for anything. Right. I feel right. like I'm useless in the relationship. Like, what am I doing? Like, why am I with you? Like, I feel like I'm useless with you. 
Mm. Like, I think any guy would feel like that. Like, even though if guys don't say it, I, I do believe, I do strongly believe a guy would think like that. Maybe I'm thinking too extreme of this quote-unquote independent girl. Mm-hmm. But that's how I feel. Interesting. Okay, no, no, that actually sheds, like, a little bit of light for me. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it's it's so interesting because the media sends out such mixed messages. Like, the media is like, hey, be the cool girl. Be the girl that, like, doesn't need the guy, you know? And that's- then... That's the and- Western mindset. That's the fucking <laughs> brainwashing Western mindset that I don't like. Yeah, and then and then what you described is literally the the converse of that. So and, and Asian girls are more like that, like in from Asia. And I've dated enough girls to know girls in Asia like need that. Like like I remember dating my exes like uh like she would ask me to pick her up or like, yo, can mm-hmm. you come hang out with me? You know, I'm by myself. Like there's that dependence there. Mm, and then what well, ha- she needs me. So you've dated a Western girl before though, right? Like I'm not even saying white, but I'm saying like pretty Western in general. Uh, pretty Western. Have no. you? Okay, not dated, okay. but like seen, but like okay. not official. Okay. Seen. So like, um, what, what was the independent Western girl like in terms of how, was she like I don't very think independent I'm... or? I'm trying to think of which girl. I've honestly never dated too many, but uh, I don't think the, the the few Western girls I've dated were that independent. They were still dependent because they're still Asian. Mm-hmm. I've never okay. dated a white girl. I've never dated a white girl. Okay, interesting. Oh, that's so interesting. No, I'm just like thinking about your situation and like reflecting on my own life. And like, I think it's true. Like, I think I'm like too independent. And I think it does give off like the I don't really give a fuck about you vibe. And I think it's kind of bad, actually. See, it's not. It's it, not yeah. that. It's not that we are scared of you. It's that we feel we don't need it, and yeah. when you're not needed, you don't. You don't want to be in a relationship with that person. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. I don't know why it's suddenly making sense. You know, it's so funny. Like in my like, uh, just like dating around. I usually, you know, it's funny. I usually just date like um, abroad when I'm in Asia. So I've actually dated more Asian Asian guys than Western dudes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess it's just like um yeah my personality is just so it's yeah it's it's too i need to need to be more it's, i need to reply to text i think, <laughs> I think that's it's so the much. west it's the western media it's the western me- media legit it's mm-hmm. the western media that's brainwashing you to be more independent interesting huh i never thought about it that way that, that's definitely some interesting input because yeah like i i talk to other like western women asian western women whatever and it, it seems to be like a common um like theme that comes up it's just like oh like he's not really that interested in me or like this and that but then yeah it's um there's a lot of independence and there's a lot of uh distance it seems like between the girl and 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 most of the western girls i meet like i'm talking asian girls from germany i'm talking white girls from switzerland stuff like that like we're always trying to be the cool girl you know what i mean like we're trying to be like yeah i don't really care about you like i'm not gonna respond to that text i'm not gonna text. so yeah now that you say that i think um yeah sometimes i forget guys are human asian girls aren't like that asian girls aren't like that if they're interested you they'll reply you they're not like western girls are like you know what i'll make him think about you know, I'm going to text him like 10 minutes. He texts me back in five. I'm texting her. I'm texting him in 10. Like, that's the fucking Western media portraying right. this. Asian girls right, right. don't do that. If oh, they're they not t- interested in you, it's pretty bluntly obvious. They will give you dry replies. Oh. It's not like, because girls here, like, they fucking leave you, lead you on, even though they don't like you. They lead you on with, like, you know, a text, like, maybe, like, they, they take longer to reply, but they give, quote unquote, decently good text to make, to, to, to lead you on. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess it, with Western girls, a lot of guys will be like, I don't know if she likes me or if she's just really friendly. Whereas Asian girls, I guess it, in Asia, you don't really get that kind of confusion, right? No, you don't get that. If a girl's not interested, dude, they give the driest for fucking replies. And I've been through that. And oh, like, no. if the girl, if mm-hmm. a girl likes you, she gives you like fucking long ass replies. She actually wants to talk to you when you ask her out. Well, like ask girls, it's pretty global. When you ask a girl out and if they are interested, they will go out with you. But what's, what makes Western girls like bad is that sometimes they like say no the first time and play hard to get. And then like, yo, I'll go on a second date with you. Like I like mm. I wait until you ask me a second time. Like fucking Western girls do that. Asian girls don't do that. <laughs> I'm straight up gonna do it now, and, and you're laughing because you know it's fucking true. Uh, no comment. This is the fucking love guru. No this is one of the love guru. <laughs> you're the love guru because you're emotional and passionate about romance. True, Jack, true. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> No, I, I love the vulnerability. I love like the the passion. Yeah, it's it's rare that I get to hear a guy speak this candidly and this like seriously about romance. You know what I mean? So so it is good because you know when when I try to ask guys like just even on a normal like friend level like like hey what are you like looking for in a relationship or like tell me about your past experiences in general. I just I'm just trying to get to know people, and they're they're never as deep and as honest as you. You know, so yeah, that's something I really um, appreciate. This is why I do podcasting, and and it's 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 like I'm just ha- the type of guy that just like straight up, like you know, like I don't beat around the bush. If if I say it, it's what I say. It's not like I have a hidden meaning. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. 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 That's good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Jack! Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. No problem. No problem. Any time to be back. You know, I, I, I'm happy to answer your love inquiries. Yes. Um, listen to DIU podcast at diupod.com. Is it .com? Uh, diupod.com. Yeah, diupod.com. Uh, hit up Jack if you fit his requirements in a woman or if you have love inquiries about, you know, just, just anything because Jack's pretty well versed in that, especially being an Asian male, you know. So if you're into Asian guys, uh, hit up Jack. And Jack, how, how was it being on the podcast without without Gavin for the first time? I just wanted to know. It's it's it's, it's different. It's different. You know, how like you, feel? you don't have your safety blanket with you. Yeah, like you know, if I if I say something wrong, Gavin's here to like film me, and yeah. like he, he he like you know we're we're, we're I'm the peanut we're the peanut pod is I say it? the peanut uh, pod the peanut and the pod like pe- the pea and the pod the, the, the you know the pod and then the peas inside the pod the yeah, green you're pea. two you're two peas in a pod yeah yeah that's that's <laughs> you have a canto <laughs> corner on your show we should do an English corner when you come onto my show oh my god and I was an English teacher in Taiwan for a year oh, and a half Jesus Christ <laughs> but but yeah and I just feel you know that that's what we are and today he's not he we can read each other's mind or he can read my mind at least he's really good at keeping you in check I've noticed like when, yeah. when you kind of like go off in your show and then and then he's like hey hey Jack hey Jack but you know what? Yeah. I thought you did excellent today. You, you know, like actually when Gavin was in here, he was trying to egg you on to go. <laughs> you, you guys were kind of doing reverse roles today. I don't know what was happening. 
but yeah <laughs> it was really good i i think um yeah it was great having you on the show i love the candid takes that you gave and yeah i think everyone should listen to diu pod great podcast about asian canadians in toronto uh especially great if you are a cantonese speaker because you guys talk a lot of canto stuff on there right uh we try not to because you know sometimes we don't want to talk too much but you know i am a cantonese ambassador for my podcast <laughs> I, I, I promote Cantonese, Cantonese number one, you know, fuck Mandarin. But <laughs> You're trying to get Canto <laughs> higher than Mandarin, man. That's going to be tough. Yeah, man. You know, Canto number one, man. Canto number Canto one. one. Vancouver, number Grace. One. Vancouver. Oh, I, you know, like a lot of people tell me a lot of good things about Vancouver. Like, you know, I watch a Chinese pageant and all mm-hmm. the hot girls are fucking from Vancouver. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, I wonder why that is. It's really weird. I don't know, man. It's, it's it's your waters, man. It's your water. Oh yeah, yeah. it's that water keeping everyone young <laughs> and beautiful and sexy. That, that's right. That's right. I should move there. <laughs> totally. I mean, you'd fit right in, right? You got English, Canto, Mandarin. You check all the boxes. You're like a perfect candidate for someone to to live in Vancouver. Th- thank you. You, I, I feel happy that it sounds like you, you welcome me in open arms. Yeah, totally. Come and then I also heard you don't you don't like the cold, so you know we get to maybe minus one minus one or two. So, oh, so you're good over life. here. Yeah, that's the that's the fucking life. I love. Yeah. Not, not cold. Most people don't even own like down jackets here. It's just uh like a a little light rain jacket, and you're good. A super dry jacket. That sounds awesome. So, yeah, <laughs> support the Japanese. Um, is it Japanese or is it Taiwanese? It's Japanese, right? Ironically, it's from the UK. Oh, is it actually? <laughs> it's from the UK. So oh. like, it, it's it has Japanese words on it, but it was yeah. made in the UK. It's designed and made in the UK. That's hilarious. It was funny when I was in Taiwan when I was traveling. Um, there, you know how they, they saw all those knockouts at uh, knockoffs at the night market, and I saw a shirt that was said "Super Shy," and I was like, "That is the cutest shirt." Um, <laughs> so I bought it right away. But yeah, anyways, um, Jack, sorry to keep you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you've had a long day at work, so this has been a complete pleasure. Uh, where can people find you one more time? Uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, diupod.com. Uh, you know, we have also had a Facebook group called DIU Podcast. You can find us on Spotify at DIU Podcast. You can find us on Anchor at DIU Pod. And we also have an email, diupodcast at gmail.com. Great. Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you. Hopefully, answer your questions. I know you had a list, but I didn't answer all of them. No, it was great. It's fine. We like ran through all the most important parts. So yeah. Uh, Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Pass the Poutine Podcast. I'm your host, Nina, and I'll see everyone on the next episode. Bye. Pass the Poutine. Pass the Poutine.